I'm Dr. Walter Malone Jr. I want to thank you for joining me for this segment of Tailored to Win that I might share with you some insights that can inspire, inform, and empower your life. I want to continue to share with you the idea that prayer can and prayer will make the difference. It is the discipline of prayer that helps to transform our lives from defeat into victory. Richard Foster has written a very powerful book entitled Celebration of Discipline. It is one of my top five books in my library that I continue to look back at uh, for insight and for uh, spiritual stimulation in terms of my discipline and my walk with God. And when I think about the disciplines of the spiritual life, I think about the study of the Word of God, I think about meditation, I think about fasting, I think about the discipline of simplicity, but certainly within those disciplines, there is the discipline of prayer. What a privilege and what a blessing we have to go to God in prayer. Have you ever thought about what your life would be like if you could not talk to God and have the experience of God speaking to you? And in the Word of God, in the book of Exodus chapter 33, verse 11, we're told, So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. God spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. The Bible says to us that there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and that friend is God. So when we think about prayer, we're not talking about something that is just a religious act. But when we talk about prayer, we're talking about a relationship that we have with God. Prayer is far deeper than some spiritual ritual that we go through. But it is us sitting down in the company of God and speaking to God and allowing God to speak to us. I want to suggest to you today that the same God who spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend is the God who desires to speak to you, who desires to speak to me face to face and who desires to treat us as a friend. And I'm telling you, it is a marvelous blessing to be able to have holy communion with God. I hear Jesus in the New Testament records as he's making his way towards Calvary saying to the disciples that I no longer call you servants, but I call you friend. And we just bless God for that kind of spiritual intimacy that we have with him. Now, we know that when we go to God in prayer that God blesses us. But have you ever thought about the fact that when you spend serious time with God in prayer, that there is a sense in which we bless God because God takes delight in those who take delight in him? Well, you might ask, well, how is it that we bless God? Consider the fact that we bless God because God likes your company. God likes us being in communion with him. Listen to what David says to us in Psalm 139, verses 17 and 18. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! 
how vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. You see, David is reminding us in Psalm 139 that God so cares about us that we are precious to him. When David wrote Psalm 139, he was not in the early years of his life and ministry, but he was in the latter years because there is a wisdom, there is an insight that comes to a person as they walk with God, as they spend time with God. And so as we pray, one of the blessings that takes place in our communion with God is we come to understand God's ways better. We understand the nature and being of God. And we begin to recognize that God not only blesses us, but he wants us to bless him. And then think about what God says to us uh, in his word again when we look at uh, the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 17. God loves me as much as he loves his son, Jesus Christ. He loves us so much that in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, we are reminded that we are heirs and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. And then think about uh, what we are told uh, in the book of Psalms again. It is in the eighth Psalm that the question is raised, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. It blesses God when we go to him in prayer because we recognize that we are the uh, we are the centerpiece, as it were, of his creation. We are the apex of God's creation because while God created the world as a whole, he created all of the animals that are part of the world's creation, but mankind was the apex of his creation. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God has a dialogue with himself, and God says, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. The Bible says that God took the dust of the ground and formed man, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. It is the fact that we are made in the image and likeness of God. It is the fact that the Spirit of God resides within us, the Ruach, the breath of God that causes us to be a living soul. And out of this creative wonder that God has done by bringing us into existence, we were created for the purpose of having intimate fellowship with God. We were created for the purpose of worshiping God, purpose of loving God and being loved by God, created to have the mind of God and the heart of God. And because God made us in such a unique way, then God takes great joy when we come to him in fellowship and in prayer. And then when we think about how our prayer life blesses God, I need to remind you that God takes great delight when we come to him in prayer because we acknowledge our dependency upon him. You see, to be saved means I'm recognizing that I could only be all that God wants me to be by coming into a right relationship with him. So in my salvation experience, I praise God that he has justified me. He has declared me righteous in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I thank God that he is sanctifying me, that he's still working in me so that I can become more like Christ so that my character can be transformed into the character of Christ. And then I praise God that one day I'm going to be glorified, that I would be everything God wants me to be. And when I see him, I'll be as he is. But right now, as the people of God, we're living in the meantime. We're living between our justification and our glorification. So we're living in the process of sanctification. It blesses God when we go to God in prayer, acknowledging the fact that I am saved. But God, I recognize that I'm not perfect. I'm saved, but I don't have it all together. I'm saved, but I have not arrived. But I do thank you, God, that you still got your hands on me and that you are constantly conforming me to the image of your son, Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we come to God in prayer and we seek forgiveness for our faults and failures. And we come to God in prayer and we are praying like David, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And if you find any wicked way in me, don't leave me where you found me, but take me to higher ground. It blesses God that we acknowledge our dependency upon him and that it is through his power and through his grace and through through his mercy, that we are constantly being changed and we're going from glory to glory and from grace to grace. Thank God for the gift of prayer and thank God for the power of prayer. God bless you. Thank you for sharing with us today for this segment of Tailored to Win. I pray that this word has brought encouragement and empowerment to equip you to live a faithful and fruitful life to the glory of Jesus Christ.